Today on the show, I have Efrain Ramirez. He's the CEO of Proven Digital Systems. They simplify growth for local businesses. And we're just talking about responding to adversity. And early in your career, something happened that kind of motivated you. Yeah, absolutely. And I appreciate the opportunity, Chad. So it's crazy to me how in life, there's always going to be negative and positives that happen. And I guess it's just about the mindset that we embrace, right? So for me, I was 16. I was excited because I think I had just gotten my driver's license. And I was delivering newspaper in a V8 Chevy truck, which I guess gas was cheaper those days, but excited that I could drive and go around town. They didn't explain to me or quite make it clear that I had to go collect my own dues for the newspapers. And when that time came, I'm an introvert. Just that knocking on doors, it just was detrimental. Like it just, it was a horrible experience, right? So I didn't do it for very long when I was like, nah, this is not for me. And mind you, 16, I still had the mindset of the professional thing to do is go tell the manager, hey, this isn't for me. Here's my resignation, my notice, so on. So I went and did that. And what happened is something that I would have not had thought at that point, but he was completely negative, belittled me, told me all of these different things about how I would never amount to anything because I was quitting. And it to me, it was just shocking because I felt like I was doing the right thing by providing notice and being honest and giving enough clear notice about me leaving, but that wasn't the case. Well, long story short, that stuck in my head, but I never let it get to me in a negative way. Quite the opposite. It always propelled me to strive for growth and try and prove that statement wrong, not to anybody, but to myself. 10 years later, I was boarding a flight locally and I was working as a business consultant, traveling all over the country, managing operations. And I see this gentleman sitting in the airplane. And as I pass by him, he does a double take. I saw that he recognized me and I just couldn't help to smile to myself because at that point, there was just something that felt really great about saying you could have thought whatever you wanted to, but here I am and just better than even I would have expected. So it was the same guy who said that to you? It was the same guy. Did you guys get into a conversation? No, no, we didn't. I didn't really feel that great about the moment. <laughs> so you went on to, is this your first company now or have you had a couple of them? No, this is my first company. And how long have you been in business now? So we're a young company. We started in December and uh, this starts from just, I come from the corporate world. So 20 years in the corporate world, making money for others. And the reason that the company got started was just always seeing the little guy, the little business owner, the smaller business get pushed aside, regardless of what's said to them, they always get pushed aside. So eventually it was for me, it was like, no, it's time to do something, take it on my own. And that's what kind of propelled this company, that mission of truly helping that small business owner and entrepreneur with my vast experience in the business world and technology and all of those different things that will empower them to succeed without really needing to know business or marketing strategy or technology. And I know you're a big AI impl implementer. Absolutely. I can remember the day chat GPT came out and uh, that for me was just, it blew my mind because I had always been big about AI, but just getting my hands on it, I was amazed. I think that day I generated like 15 different document, legal documents for my company and I just was blown away. I had my friends come over and I was prompting it with different things for the industries they work in and just, they were blown away. One of them actually, that look he gave me like, oh my God, like Terminator's real. The world's going to get taken over by AI. It was just great. Like I wish I could have recorded him because 
his disbelief was amazing. So I've embraced it. I've used it ever since, subscribed, of course, to the pro, and I use it every day in my business. I've incorporated into all aspects of operation, and it's been a game changer. And that's something that we've incorporated in our software for our business that we provide business owners. But just the opportunity to utilize it as an assistant and really save time has been a complete game changer. Now, I also come from the healthcare IT world. So seeing where AI is going, not only within all industries, but for me, near and dear to my heart, healthcare IT, how it's going to help even more to transform and revolutionize healthcare. It just gives me goosebumps all over. So I saw you have an ebook around this, right? Correct. Yeah. So I put out an ebook, just a introduction for those that are curious about AI and how it would benefit them in their business but haven't really been able to find a source that's going to give them what they need. So create an ebook and have that out there for them to just get introduced to it. And have you seen a lot of your clients like really adapt to this and like it? No, actually, I guess it's because I'm a big geek. So it's totally the opposite with most business owners that I've talked to. It's not, the majority of them haven't even heard of it. The ones that have heard of either ChatGPT or some other type of AI haven't started utilizing it. It's been a very small percentage that have actually done something with it. But those that have utilized it saw the benefit right away and then just continued from there. You almost have to now, right? If you don't, you're going to fall behind. Similar to you, I'm using it every day. And my businesses are not built around it as opposed to it being a tool. It's like it runs everything. This podcast itself, we use it in a massive way. Yeah, exactly. For me, I definitely can relate to the start of the internet and going before I was still young for the start of the internet, but think about what I've read about the telephone and how people freaked out about their jobs being affected. Then with the internet, the same thing, but AI is going to be exactly the same thing where it's not going anywhere. It's here to stay. It's going to be something that we utilize as much as we use the internet present day. And the best thing we can do for ourselves, our businesses, our organizations is embrace it. And really understand what it can and can do because one of my biggest pet peeves when somebody speaks negatively about AI, I'm trying to get on the AI's good side, right? When they take over the world, they'll spare me. But when they speak something negative about it, it's them not understanding pretty much how to utilize it. And what I mean by that is they're looking for that silver bullet, that one prompt solution to their problems. And as you very well know, that's not going to give you the best output out of any AI. So then explaining to them how you can prompt the different prompts and build up and when they start seeing those results, it blows them away, right? But just embracing that mentality and utilizing it, knowing that it's here to stay, as opposed to the mentality that I still hear quite a lot from folks that I, my job is being threatened. I'm going to lose my job to AI. I don't want to use it because blah, blah, blah. Regardless if, you know, that's your mentality, unfortunately, it's not going to go anywhere. If that's your mentality, it will replace you. <laughs> exactly right. So... If you could tell your younger self any one thing, Efreen, what would it be? Yeah, it's probably, so I love the name of your podcast, right? Failing to Success, because it's something that in present day, I'm pushing myself to embrace this as a mindset. And there's a quote that comes to mind. It's been a lot of my mind lately, but I think it was Robert Kiyosaki that said it, but A students work for B students, but C students own the company. And I couldn't grasp what it meant, right? When I first heard it. And now it just blows my mind. I try to share it whenever I can. But really, at least the way I interpret it is the C students own the company because 
they might not be quote unquote book smart, but they act. So they put things into action and they fail and they try again and they try again and they try again. And that failing or that failure does lead to success because if you're able to embrace those failures as learning, really take what you're learning out of that and then really drive in that direction where persistence is key. So not give up, which is easier said than done, but having that persistence to continue forward, you are going to get to success one way or another. So now that quote really strikes a chord with me, but it's that mentality of just knowing that for me, I push myself daily to get out of my comfort zone. And again, big introvert, but back, I can remember going back to college, always trying to be first in class to speak up because I knew I was going to get called on anyway. So just forcing myself from there, it grew into my professional career of presenting in front of audiences. And that freaks me out to this day. Last week, I participated in a local health association presented. It never gets any easier, but every single time I walk away with such a vast amount of growth and really that exponential growth happens in those uncomfortable moments. So yeah, that failure, that failing to success is something to me that's huge. The C student also doesn't have the wrong mentality that they know everything. So they're willing to trust others, rely on others, learn, stay open-minded. If you're going to run a company, you can't do everything yourself. Absolutely. I completely agree. That's what I've seen with these guys that are just the ones that are successful, right? They have that mentality of, I'm not smart, but I'm going to bring people in that are smart. And that's how they build success, right? Because they're willing to put things in action and fail and leverage the knowledge and expertise of those that have it and never try and think that I know it all, I can do it all. I'm going to be the world's greatest gift. Yeah, another thing around that is your first business, the first business you have normally doesn't work. And so the guys who have the most successful businesses, they're on their third try. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see how that happens. And especially now that I've been working really closely with small business owners is understanding why that I had heard kind of metrics or percentages as far as how many small businesses fail within the first five years, which is a large majority of them. And now I can see why, but. It's also very discouraging to see that they give up after that first try, instead of really embracing it as an opportunity to learn, taking all those learnings, knowing that it will get easier over time if you're building up on that knowledge. Yeah, I think the numbers are 4% of companies make it to a million dollars and then 4% of that make it past seven years or five years, something around there. Yeah, it's really mind staggering to, to hear those numbers. Yeah, so if one of our listeners want to reach out for your services and your help, how could they do? They can definitely find me all over social media or company for digital systems, right? And uh, they can always reach out to me directly on LinkedIn or email me at eRamirez at systems.com. But I encourage all of those always willing to share knowledge with anybody and everybody. Thank you, Afreen, for coming on the show. And thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Failing to Success. Make sure to smash that subscribe button. I'm your host, Chad Kalecki, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.